0: It's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What is going on, everybody? It's that time again. What's going on, Jen?
1: What is up, guys? Um, happy two days. I thought it was the ninth. Oh my gosh. Happy two days until the Dirty Park announcement. Woohoo! Let's okay. go.
0: LFG, yes. I'm so excited for that. They 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 have had the best teaser campaign so far this year. So,
1: yeah, I definitely agree. I, I've been extremely impressed by all of their teasers they've put out. The detail that's gone into it is really. I hope that's a standard every park sticks to.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, and while we're on the topic of Dorney Park, uh, once again a reminder: August, um, August. October 21st, we will see you there, hopefully. And uh, by then, we should know what's going on and maybe see some work being done.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be so excited, guys. Come join us and ride Talon.
0: Yep, so our meetup is on October 21st. That is a Saturday, so come hang out with us. And then also, a quick reminder that next week on this show, you will, we will be joined by the one and only... Ryan Eldridge from Dorney Park itself.
1: Yeah, we're so excited for that episode. Um, If you have not had the pleasure of having any interactions with Ryan, Ryan is one of my favorite um, PR people that I've ever had the pleasure to meet. He's just um, an incredible person and incredibly fun and accepting to all people, um, which I love to see.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, So I'm super excited and it should be a really good time and I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, we'll be talking about the announcement, guys, if that's not a given. And I'm very excited, okay?
0: Uh, so, a few days ago, I tweeted out, like, hey, what's some stuff that we should chat about? And one of the first things that came through was something along the lines of how I'm wrong about having my favorite RMC be Wildcat. Is that such a bad thing?
1: So, I have Wildcat pretty high, too. Not as high as you. Um, I mean, I don't think it's super wrong. But what also made me laugh is that did you see her separate tweet later? So this was Kyla from Station Weight Guys who asked this. Did you see the the tweet she put out like directly before this?
0: Uh, I believe so. It was like rank your RMCs or something like that.
1: Yeah, because she was That's... like, Wildcat's my worst, and I can't believe people actually like it.
0: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> what a hot take. I it think is a
0: hot take. Go. What's um,
1: that? It's better than Steel Vengeance, so I support it in your rankings.
0: Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, I don't have many RMCs. I only have four, so out of the four, it's my favorite. So it only makes sense.
1: How four do you have?
0: Um, I have Wildcat, Steel Vengeance, Lightning Rod, and Twisted Timbers.
1: Yeah, and I don't I don't count Lightning Rod.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's well, a wooden that's coaster. 50. So. Well, yeah, it's 50, 50, it. 50 now.
1: Yeah, it's fifty fifty now, but I don't count it as one of the hybrids. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I think, I don't know, it can still change. I think I have Twisted Timbers higher than Wildcat. Actually, surprisingly, the ERT killed Wildcat a little bit for me.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember you saying that.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it was just a little too much. So Yeah,
0: I just I would like to get some more rides on Twisted Timbers. I only have one, so
1: <sighs> that yeah. first drop slash rolls. Oh my gosh, that and unlike Steel Vengeance, it has the perfect amount of little stupid bunny hills at the end. Not too many.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm excited because I actually will probably get to ride Steel Vengeance this coming Saturday after everybody's hearing this. So if anybody's at Cedar Point, come find us It'll be me and uh, Cedar Kev and McLovin from the Coaster Idiots be hanging out up there. So it'll be a lot of fun.
1: All fun, yeah, guys, go and go join.
0: Yeah, uh, I need to get some rides on Maverick because I haven't been on it yet this year. So
1: what it's Brother, it is a week into August. and You have not ridden Maverick yet?
0: I went on opening day. That's the last that was the last time I went to Cedar Point this year.
1: Oh. <laughs> that should be a crime. I don't have a ride on Maverick, but that's because I live a lot farther. You have an
0: excuse. Yeah, you have an excuse. Oh, my gosh.
1: I, have, not, I would I have be there every other weekend.
0: Yeah, I, I wish I, I – I am kind of doing that, but I'm going Cedar Point – this Saturday and the next Sunday I'll be at Kings Island. So
1: getting crazy.
0: Yep, Trying to get some of those late season coaster rides in.
1: Yeah. You got to get them now till we have like three months.
0: It's one of the best times to go right in that area where they're still open during the week. Well, kind of, but then like school's back in session. So it's not as busy.
1: Yeah. I loved when I went to Cedar point last October like I feel like that was one of my favorite I mean I've only been to Cedar Point twice I really can't say but it was one of my favorite coaster trips like it was very chill and low-key I loved it
0: yeah um so another thing that was brought up is <laughs> overrated and underrated food items in the park in parks um I don't know
1: underrated oh my gosh the most i think i have one for both overrated the first thing that came to mind is school bread um at epcot and okay. or wait i have like three or four of these but they're mostly disney takes like i've school bread at epcot then i have um mickey pretzels and mickey ice cream like those are some of the most, if you want Mickey shaped food, go get the fresh Mickey Rice Krispie treats from the bakery on Main Street. Um, that is a Mickey shaped food, fantastic. That's that's the way to go. Underrated is the frigging fried Reese's at Hershey Park.
0: Oh, that sounds so good.
1: They're so good. I don't know why, like 90% of people don't know they exist and they're they are incredible.
0: Yeah, they sound amazing. Um, whew, I'm stuck with like talking about Cedar Fair food.
1: <laughs> I know. This is where like most parks don't compare to Disney. So yeah. I go um, to Disney.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I will say this. Um, I, and this is also correcting a statement that I made in a previous episode when we were talking about restaurants and where we ate when we were at Disney, it was not at the Contemporary. It was at the Flo- the Grand Floridian where we had breakfast. So that was really good. That food, that breakfast food was really good.
1: So if we're talking restaurants, overrated, underrated, that was, you had characters, right? Yeah. So 1900 Park Fair, that one, uh, I haven't been post-pandemic, but pre-pandemic, that was one of the most underrated food places. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. I could go like on and on. I still have (laughs) more underrated. We have like, if you go to animal kingdom, animal kingdom has, um, like street corn right outside of the safari. So good. They grill it fresh. It's out of this world. But again, I'm like all Disney. I have so many good ones. Disney food is like my obsession.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It really is. You could get pork belly at the Magic Kingdom, like a giant, it's like a giant, like three inch thick cut of bacon on a stick. Wow. And it is to die for.
0: That sounds really good. That sounds really good. Um, I guess if I'm going for underrated, uh, the farmhouse at Cedar Point was pretty good. They have some steak there that is, as long as it's fresh. It's really good. Um, and then I'm going to go. This is this is a hot take, I feel, because a lot of people talk so much shit. But I'm a fan of Panda Express.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, Philly area doesn't really have Panda Express. So when I go to a park or I, that has Panda Ex- Express, I, I agree. That shit slaps.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's really good, and I enjoy it. So, uh, as far as overrated, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't really have one for overrated because I don't know because there's there's nothing that's overrated. I feel like uh, at like Cedar Fair parks, it's all just pretty neutral.
1: Yeah, like because I don't think people. I think that's why most of my takes are Disney ones because. Like, people go to Disney thinking food is the experience, like, a good chunk of it. Yeah. Like, when I go to Cedar Fair, there's nothing that, like, people hype me up to eat.
0: Yeah. And uh, the things that I can think of that are off the top of my head are correctly rated. Because you have, like, cinnamon bread at Dollywood. Fantastic. Everyone knows that. You can't put that there. So, um, yeah. And then... Well this one's kind of a hot take too. Skyline here in the Ohio area, Skyline Chili. Love it. But you have those they're either it's either hated or loved, so yeah. Not in the middle.
1: No middles for that one. Yeah. yeah. I think But well, what that's... about go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say what about food accessibility? Like I don't I don't I guess like um I don't even know what that means.
1: (laughs) I I think it means, like, to dietary restrictions, things like that. Um, To be honest, like, I don't really have many food restrictions. So, I'm not, like, the best one to comment on this. I am a dumpster and I eat anything. Um, I do, however, find, again, like nothing beats the disney parks when it comes to food cuz i do find like they are the most willing to like sub things out i do when i when i traveled and i was like very very serious into crossfit i did i counted my macros like a lot even when i was on vacation and even if i wasn't fully counting my macros i was eating with my macros in mind so if like anything that was too fatty i wouldn't eat um So Disney was always a lot more willing to work with me when I wanted to sub things out to make things fit my diet, where I don't know if I would have had that same experience at any park. So,
0: yeah, Uh, I don't, I have no restrictions really at all. So um, I guess just being at like Cedar fair parks, I guess you could say that there's not a lot of like, vegetarian or vegan options. Um, I th- the one restaurant they had I think is no longer there. It was called like something turnip or something like that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, there should be options for everybody, uh, gluten free and all that good stuff. But the question is, um, is there enough people that eat like eat that way? I guess there would be nowadays to buy that stuff and then not have it go to waste.
1: I mean, they're honestly probably would be because there's yeah. a lot of people that do have diet restrictions, but then it also opens the door of like cross-contamination because um, that's a huge concern. Like I know a lot of people who are diet restri- like diet restricted who don't eat, like even if it was offered, they wouldn't because cross-contamination can be such a big deal. Yeah.
0: It would have to be a set restaurant, completely, de- uh, completely like devoted to that stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Like a set food stand.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. Um. Well, uh, switching topics a little bit. How well do you like Aero coasters?
1: <laughs> I so I I did not do the writing into our document this week, guys. Whoever asked all these arrow questions, we're going to fist fight. <laughs> like,
0: oh, man. Show yeah. up to
1: the meetup. We're going to fist fight right under Talon. How romantic.
0: <laughs> so, two questions about arrow. Which one would you bring back from the dead? And which one would you tear down or be the next to tear down?
1: Oh, next to tear down is all of them. Except for Tennessee Tornado and X2. No, but next to Tear Down out of the ones I've written, I feel like probably I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Bring back to, from the dead, like I don't really know many that are like Arrow's not a company I care enough to know a lot about, but I feel like Jock and Fire yeah, is probably my one I'd bring back from the dead
0: so the question is is when you bring it back from the dead is it in its current state of when it was torn down
1: oh my god no 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 no, no. <laughs> Give it the computer generated um give me the computer generated please bring back every arrow in the world arrows can stay with the computer generated tennessee tornado is so fucking good
0: yeah yeah and maybe new trains
1: yeah, but then it's like not really an arrow anymore. That's true. You need some yeah, of I, the junk yet.
0: You're right. Um, I chose that uh, to bring back Vortex at Kings Island, um, and then get rid of Viper at Six Flags Magic Mountain.
1: <laughs> oh, I've never ridden Viper, but I feel that is a pretty solid choice.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I could have picked Anaconda, King's Dominion. That one's well, I really thought about bad.
1: Anaconda too, but I do like that tunnel under the water. Yeah. That's a really good experience. I really liked it. Um that's the whole thing. Like the the arrows that I have that I can think off the top of my head, like they all have something cool about them, like the interlocking loops. Like honestly, this is gonna get so much hate. Honestly, right off the top of my head, the one I would get rid of first is Magnum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, poor Magnum.
1: But it's like Anaconda goes under the water and that's such like a cool little experience. Like the coaster's not the best, but the like the environments really cool. And then the interlocking loops there. Oh, wait, hold on. Aren't Corkscrews by Arrow? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say Corkscrews. That's out. Sorry. Magnum can stay.
0: Yeah. Corkscrew would be the first coaster I would remove out of anything from Cedar Point.
1: Yeah. Okay. This, <laughs> that, that changed real quick. Yeah. Um, I also um, forgot that I really like the shuttle loopers. Um, so we can bring back any of them from the dead. They're so much fun.
0: Yeah. That sounds like fun. I haven't been on one, so uh, they sound fun.
1: That was, I think, the only older style arrow that I got off, and I was like, I, I liked that a lot. I loved it.
0: You know what's crazy is I when I was at Valley Fair, I rode their corkscrew, and it wasn't bad.
1: Really? <laughs> it, wasn't,
0: it wasn't bad. I was ex- When I recorded my intro, I was like, it's time to ride corkscrew. Please come save me. Send help. And I got off it. I was like, wow. I was surprised. It didn't bash my head around or anything.
1: But it is interesting because this brings up same, the same topic that we did talk about, I think, last week for a little while. Like, the corkscrew at Cedar Point is on a, like, what do they call it? A peninsula? Yeah. Um, on, like, one of the Great Lakes. That environment versus the environment at Valley Fair, like, I feel like that is a true test of, like, that change in environment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking of another one that was terrible when I wrote it was Carolina Cyclone at Carowinds. Um, I did not like that one at all, which is crazy because I everybody seems to like that one pretty much, uh, like pretty well. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. The winters up in Minneapolis are pretty rough too.
1: Yeah, Minneapolis. Though I don't, I don't know. Are they as humid though? Cause that can add to it too.
0: Probably not. Yeah, probably not.
1: Yeah, because I like I'm sure the humidity adds a decent amount to the life of these coasters. And it could obviously be like there is the chance that their maintenance is just drastically better as well. Um, but
0: and I want to say that Corkscrew is older at Cedar Point than at Valley Fair, so it right. jives that way a little bit, but I Mean you don't have as many coasters to take care of at Valley Fair, so it could they could get more attention. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We should just let the corkscrews die.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I mean they're they're definitely all one and done's for me, even if they are good, so
1: Yeah. And then on to kind of similar topic, definitely similar topic. Someone brought up like a fairly good point. Why do you think RMC gets all the credit for hybrid coasters when Arrow did it first?
0: I I, I sat here and I thought about this, and I 100% agree. I mean, Arrow I did it I
1: honestly never even thought about it, because nothing about Arrow is something that I think...
0: <laughs> <laughs> or you think Arrow's... They're not around anymore, so it's it's like... People don't think about it as often, but they literally had wooden structures with steel tubular track on the steel. So
1: Yeah, but they also didn't do things as drastically, I think, is part of it. Like we're seeing drastic changes. Um where like any of these like aero hybrids I don't know. Like, we're doing really impressive stuff on the structure for RMC, whereas the Arrow hybrids, like, they're kind of tame and they're, like, most of them are kiddie coasters, aren't they?
0: Uh, Gemini, they're, like, family coasters, I would say. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they're, like, on two different scales completely. Not to say that Arrow wouldn't eventually do it if they were still in business, but... Yeah.
0: Kind of I falls thought. under the same thing with like, a coaster that's a uh like a superman escape from Kry- krypton at magic mountain how it's 400 feet but you don't call that a strata yeah it's kind of like that i mean obviously not the same but similar where i agree i you know arrow i couldn't imagine writing an arrow at that time like <laughs> like doing inversions and stuff on a wooden structure with no computer like
1: Oh my gosh, it wouldn't <laughs> be possible because look at RMC with computer and automation, like they still had a huge learning curve on how the structures are taking stuff, like and they, I still could argue to this day that they're still learning that.
0: Yeah and that begs the question of like Voyage and Jaga Lake had Villain uh, and uh, Hades 360 they're a steel structure with wooden track so are they not hybrids
1: i mean i would consider them hybrids yeah not that i mean they're also not coasters that i think about very often to be honest
0: yeah which is crazy because i voyage is always come up as a wooden coaster but yeah i mean it's something to definitely think about
1: Yeah, I feel like I just found out the information that Voyage was on a steel structure and on wooden track like not that long ago. And I remember being completely like amazed by it. Because yeah, everyone considers it a wooden coaster, which like, yeah, it has wooden track. So I I definitely see that. But I feel like if you're trying to say it's the best wooden coaster, it can't it it, like i don't know i just feel like it's a fraud at that point
0: yeah and i want to say that um not the whole i don't think the whole thing is the whole thing
1: i don't know anything was, about voyage other than people are obsessed with it
0: i'm trying to think of i can't remember if like the very back far parts are steel st- steel structure still um but maybe it is but interesting
1: yeah i i have no idea i don't know much about it but it's definitely
0: it's a fun ride
1: i've never been i've never been
0: (laughs) nope for me i haven't
1: ridden any of those coasters mentioned and i had no idea (laughs) half of those Uh, steel structure and wood track so i'm doing great
0: I actually have two of them, and one of them is defunct now, so... Wow. Yep. Villain was fun. I don't really remember it, but I just remember having a good time. Because I was like a sophomore in high school or something like that.
1: Yeah, I... I've never written any of them.
0: Yeah. So. Soon. I mean, you can definitely get Voyage and, like, gotta go to Hollywood Night sometime and get that Trimless Night ride.
1: Yes, I do want a trimless night ride on it. I also want Hades because Hades is another one, like I was saying with like the environment and the terrain and everything. Like I feel like POVs and stuff if I see of Hades, like I don't I don't know. I feel like it does some cool stuff. Doesn't
0: yeah, it? I agree. Yeah, it definitely I mean it's it goes well, under the parking lot in like a huge tunnel.
1: Yeah, I was like I thought it did some kind of tunnel that Yeah,
0: and then it does cool the The barrel roll or whatever
1: yeah like Um, i don't know it just seems like a cool ride
0: supposedly it's like super super rough
1: i've heard that too but um to me most coaster most wooden coasters are and i'm probably gonna hate it anyway so
0: so at sticking at that same park they have a coaster called pegasus and have you seen the video of that when it pulls back into the station it literally has almost like a it looks like a 90 degree turn where it's just like People just bank really hard, but they're like going slow, and into this like the brake run.
1: Nuh-uh, really? It's,
0: it's <laughs> I can't believe that,
1: like, that.
0: I exactly. I was like, I can't believe that's still like a part of the ride.
1: Yeah, that's they've got to redo that like fairly often.
0: Yeah, I mean it's been like that for years, which is crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. That's another park. I don't really know much about that park. Um, yeah. Yeah. Other than Hades.
0: Yeah. I've just seen a f- few people do some like videos there, some vlogging. So, other than that, I don't know anything either. I guess it's, it's really, uh, they really like their water parks up there.
1: Wait, is that the one that has the, um, I think it is. Is that the one that has the new like turning water slide? That yeah. thing looks cool.
0: Yeah. I'm interested. I would definitely go and want to try that.
1: Yeah, that thing looks really, like, it just looks weird. And have you seen, like, the POV of people doing it? I haven't. So it, like, because of the way that it spins and the way that it lays out, you'll, like, go super fast and then almost stop and just be, like, sitting in, like, a valley and then start again. Like, it's <laughs> wild.
0: Sounds like a lot of fun.
1: It's It looks, like, super Cool. I I definitely
0: yeah. want to ride that. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like a a good summer trip.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hmm.
0: So, um, last week there was something that we didn't get to that you needed to answer. So I am going to ask this one first. So, coming from Velocico, and he is expect he is excited for this answer. <laughs> Um, what movie or TV show deserves a Disney or Universal quality ride, and what model would you choose for that theme?
1: All right, so I feel like I'm not gonna give like the best answer for this. Like I am, but I'm not. I I want a um I want a Star Wars Rebels themed ride. But Star Wars Rebels specifically. Like, we have all the other Star Wars stuff. I want Rebels. Um, And I also, I want it to be, I can't remember the name of the type of ride, but the Intamin ride like Gringotts. Okay. Um, Where we have, like, you stop to get pieces of the story, and then quick escapes, like, quick pieces of coaster track. I want it to be a coaster like I don't want it to be like the like elect- Disney right now has Star Wars stuff but it's all like one is a simulator or two are simulators one is an electronic track like I don't want that I want a coaster yeah I don't think a full coaster would do it justice justice but I think that like stop and go or didn't premiere do mummy isn't that premiere no pro- Who is,
0: is Vacoma no, I think it's Premiere. It is Premiere? Uh, well, let's find I might be out. Able
1: to this up, guys. I, I think it is Premiere. I think that sounds right. Um, right. But I want that style. Like, coaster slash ride for a Star Wars Rebels theme. Um, So, like, it is Premiere?
0: Yep, it's Premiere.
1: Yeah. So, I want like that Premiere style or the Intamin style but I want it to be that style so sorry I know this is like a little bit of a cop-out because we already have Star Wars themes like Disney quality Star Wars rides but Star Wars Rebels does not get nearly enough love and recognition for the absolute gorgeous show that it is every aspect of that show is incredible um so it deserves not only a ride but what I would like what I think would be the best ride.
0: Yeah. Sounds fun. I dig it.
1: LFG, guys.
0: LFG. He also had a a, a second question.
1: <laughs> yeah, so a second question from Veloza Coasting. Um He said, would you rather ride your number one coaster for 24 hours straight, um, you get handed food and drinks while you pass through the station and have to eat while you ride, or ride a coaster you hate for an hour straight?
0: Oh, man. Uh, so for me, I'm going to attempt to ride my number one coaster and eat and drink while I'm on it because ride, I don't want to ride anything that I hate <laughs> for an hour.
1: Yeah. I think I would do the same because, like, I, I don't know. If I had Maverick, I feel like because Maverick has a lot of those, like, S-Bends, I don't know if I do the same with Maverick. Yeah, but Velocicoaster, that whole second half is so like the elements are so drawn out that that's like to me like kind of like a mo- uh, a more relief. Like yeah. it's very fun when you're riding it, but I think that it would make it doable.
0: Yeah, I think it. If I can, if I do it on a hot day, that would be the best because. I'm obviously going to have a drink that's going to go all over me. So hopefully it would be water. And uh, so that would be, that would feel nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. That I, I would hope that if someone was handing you a drink and you had to ride for 24 hours and you only were allowed to drink, like being handed like on the ride, I would hope that they would give you like a good enough water bottle to like it, spill it all over yourself.
0: What if it had to be a cup, an open cup?
1: Well then, like you would die. You can't. You'd be so dehydrated after twenty four hours with nothing to drink.
0: I mean, you could drink it as you're going through the station and then up the hill, right? And then the ride right is gonna fill so out
1: sick. like that. Launch like you would have literally like not even a sip.
0: Do you think you could when you're doing an inversion if you spun the cup upside down and then back with it? Would the water stay in there?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Does any park? PR person,
0: want to let us try? Yeah, can
1: um, we do an experiment on your um, ride, please?
0: Hey Ryan, oh, can we try something on Dorney or er, and on Talon? <laughs>
1: yeah, Ryan, can we nonchalantly try this on Talon, please? We'll tape uh, the cup to our hands.
0: Which I wanted to tell you this as well, and you might have seen this. I I think I said, "Is Ryan gonna ride with us on Talon when we get there?" And he said, "For sure." So,
1: yes, LG.
0: Yep. Um, okay, uh, yeah, so, moving on, Cedar Kev asks, what is your favorite meal or treat at your home park? Um. We're talking about
1: food. Ahsoka says the pup cups at Epcot, but they're nice enough to give her when she goes on a break. Um. this goes with the whole thing with like, I just don't have a home park. I can't commit to a home park. Um, <laughs> I, I can't commit to it. It's very hard. But if I have to, like in the parks that are in my area in this Philly area right now, I already talked about them, but the fried Reese's at Hershey park. Yeah. That'd be go to. Um,
0: so for me, I'm I, there's two I'm trying to choose from, and they're both ones at Cedar Point, ones at um Kings Island. But I think I'm gonna go with the Kings Island one. And uh, I when I was there earlier this year, they have a new restaurant called Enrique's, um, which is kind of like Chipotle style. Uh, so and it was really good. So if you get, I got the steak, a steak, um, burrito or whatever it is, tacos. I think I got tacos, yeah. And they were really good. So um, I might end up going there and eating there again because it was really good.
1: Yeah, that sounds very good. It sounds good.
0: I didn't have high hopes for it, though. I was like, mm, theme park, like steak and stuff. But I was like, man, Cedar Point steak is good. So I'll give it a shot. And it was really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, Cedar Fair is stepping up their game. Like, I feel like if we have this conversation again two summers from now, we're going to have very different things to say about the Cedar Fair chain. Just in the last, like, two years, I feel like they've, I mean, not even two years. In the last year, they've, they've like, severely stepped up their game.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to cut into the middle of our, our questions here because we forgot to talk about something huge.
1: <laughs> oh, no. What did we forget to talk about?
0: Top Thrill 2.
1: <laughs> no, we talked about that last week, didn't we?
0: That was our speculation because it, we recorded the day before the announcement. Nah. Right? The first?
1: Did we? What? Guys, I'm calling bullshit. Honestly, though, our speculation... I. Oh, you're absolutely right because I went off about what assholes people were being. <laughs> but all of our speculations were like it.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, everybody thought... What we thought was exactly what happened, so...
1: Yeah, the only difference is that we weren't 100% sure about the name, and we weren't 100% sure that the stats that Vacoma put out, or Vekoma, um Zamperla put out, were, like, the actual stats and stuff, and it's confirmed.
0: Yep. Uh, so, knowing the stats and everything, are you excited to ride it and try it?
1: I'm excited to ride it. Like... Definitely, at least the first time. I, again, don't... I, I don't think it's going to be worth the weight that Top throw Dragster... I almost call it, I called it Top Thrill Talon. Um, I don't think it'll be worth the rate, weight that Top Thrill Dragster consistently has. If it still has, especially... I really do hope it's reliable. I really do. And, like... But... We don't know. And the old version of it was not reliable. So I don't know. It's kind of up in the air, but like it could be posted an hour a week before, and you could be waiting way longer than that if you even got through the line. I yeah. don't know. I just, I don't, I still don't know if it warrants the wait that it's going to have. So definitely for a ride or two. I just, after that, like.
0: Yeah. I think it's gonna sink into like the middle pack of what's good at Cedar Point, um, but I, I mean I, I'm just withholding judgment because if it's reliable and the and it just constantly cranks out trains every 60 seconds is what it's it's like I guess boils boils down to after the stats and everything, um, it should be okay, and I I hope it's really fun and I hope it's just stays I just want it to stay open.
1: Yeah. I definitely think like it's going to be more worth the wait than top throw ta- or <laughs> <laughs> top throw dragster was. Like it's definitely going to be more worth it because it's a longer ride, it's going to be more enjoyable. Like it's it's just more. Um yeah. so I think it's more worth it, but I still just don't like I don't I don't know. I still don't see the hype in waiting that long for such a short experience. And the other thing, wait, we do have to, I'm so glad we talked about this actually, because how are they, them calling this the tallest strata is like, I'm, I'm calling bullshit because you're not going, oh, congratulations, the spike goes higher than King to but it's not going all the way up the motherfucking spike.
0: But it's not, that's not the height, it's still smaller than King to
1: It's yeah, only is it like 428?
0: Not just 420. The same as Dragster. And they're advertising it as the world's tallest swing launch coaster.
1: Oh, I thought they were saying it was the fastest and tallest strata.
0: No, so that is... There are some news reports going around that have said multiple different things. The tallest and fastest strata. The tallest and fastest coaster in the world. <laughs> I've seen it all over the place. <laughs>
1: I saw it in the world, but I I didn't realize. I thought I saw the Strata one off of more coaster-related stuff.
0: It may be the tallest and fastest swing-launched Strata because it would be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know.
1: I just remember seeing that and being like, that's so stupid. And also, I definitely mixed up, I think, King to Ka's top speed and their height because it's 420 is the height. So is that 128 is the speed?
0: So King to Cause height is what 450
1: 453? Is it 453?
0: What? I'm pretty sure.
1: I'm... I did not think it was that tall. <laughs> no way. <laughs> guys, we can tell how much I care about. 456. I'm and,
0: way off, guys. And
1: 128.
0: So you got the speed right.
1: 128. I knew there was an eight in there somewhere. I did not realize that it was one one fifty. Or 4.56? Holy shit. I did not realize that. Um, yep. I don't know. It's still not worth... It's worth the station wait. It's worth like 10 to 15 minutes. It's it's not worth that top thrill talent type weight. I'm just committing to the fact that I can't say top thrill dragster, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, is there anything else we have to say? It's going to be... It's Amparilla. Obviously, uh, they leaked everything the day before um, and everything remained the same and it just remains to be seen whether or not it'll be reliable or not.
1: Yeah. I guess the only thing left to say is if you were correct, congratulations, congratulations. Yep. Don't be an asshole to the people that are upset and weren't correct because exactly that makes me hate you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. You can fuck right off. Sorry.
1: Yeah, you can literally fuck right off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got the next one.
1: Um, yes, (laughs) if I can find it. Oh, perfect, because I can't really answer this one. So Flight of Taylor asks, why is Orion better than Millie?
0: Ooh, so this is like the whole quad down podcast coming after me because they all love Orion and I love Millie.
1: Isn't Orion Um, the one that no one's really sure is actually a giga though?
0: Exactly. (laughs) So the drop is 300 feet, but the height is 287.
1: Yeah, so um, that's a shit take, Quad Gun Pod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I give Orion props for the speed hill; it's great. Um, the ride is too short; it needs to be longer. They got like they got, they always called it the budget Giga because it was so small.
1: <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs>
0: Uh, don't get me wrong, I love Orion, and it is in my top ten. But I just like Millie better. I think it has a better drop. Um, I feel like it's just more intense, and that's what I like. And that's the whole reason. Like B and M's are great; they're just they're just so graceful and everything. And I like more like punch you in the face type of rides, like Maverick and things like that.
1: Yeah, I think that if I had to compare, like the gigas and the hypers I have to like intimin versus B and M, I think I like intimins. the The only thing that gets me with intimins hypers are the restraints.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But the gigas, I think I definitely prefer. Intamin. Yeah, I
0: mean, I i305's king king of gigas.
1: Yeah, definitely. If yeah, why are we having this conversation, guys? i305 exists.
0: Exactly. And I tried to say that like and they were and then Taylor came back and said something like, um, well, we're not talking about that. <laughs> like, yeah, but I was
1: like i305, like everyone knows i305 is in like a world of its own. Like it needs its own classification. It shouldn't exist and I love it.
0: Yeah, it's my fave. Favorite Giga so good. All right. So lamps and coasters. What, what's your favorite movement rides? Um, and what park has your favorite? So like trains, monorails, things like that.
1: Um, I feel like I don't, I don't know. Cause there's so many, like, I don't do the trains at a lot of parks. Um, Oh, Oh, Actually, <laughs> I'm always going to go with Disney. And I was getting to hear that, like, I have to go Disney because, like, that's where 90% of that is. But nothing will ever beat the Disney World Land, um, Railroad or the Disneyland Railroad. Um, I honestly think I prefer Disneyland, but I also haven't really been on Disney World's. So, like, I was on it once since it reopened, but it's been closed for, like, six years or some shit. Yeah. So, but... The Walt Disney World rail- Railroad, guys.
0: <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going a sky ride at Busch Gardens Tampa, going over the animals and all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, I've never been on it. It's been closed since like before my first visit.
0: Yeah, and they just sent out a teaser of somebody polishing up one of the sky ride cars. Did they? I think it's going to open up again. So.
1: Oh, then I have to ride it because that seems really cool.
0: Yeah, cuz when we were on it the first time, uh you look down and like the elephant was just in the pool like bathing himself underneath you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. That seems so cool.
0: So that's my favorite. I mean, I don't do many of those cuz I'm there normally to ride coasters, but
1: <clears throat> Yeah. I wanted to ride Dollywood's really bad. I've heard amazing things about Dollywood's. Um, but I just didn't make it to Dollywood's. I um I just had too much going on with the dog. Um, But next time I go, Dollywoods will be one I try, but I don't, I can't imagine it's going to end up being Walt Disney World for me.
0: Yeah, that's one I also wanted to try, but we went, we did something kind of dumb and went to Dollywood in June of 2020, like in the middle of the pandemic.
1: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: And the line to get on that train was insane. And I was like, Yeah, I'm not going to ride with that many people. So we did not ride it.
1: Probably a solid choice that early in the pandemic to not. I can get behind that. All right. So that brings us to um, Negative Power. He has um, two questions. The first one is for Knoebels' next coaster, would you want to see a revival of an old ride like they did with Flying Turns, or something more modern like Impulse?
0: So... I haven't been to Kennobles, but I know that they are they're wooden wood coaster heavy, right? Yeah. So I'd say something steel. So maybe something like lightning run, a chance Hyper GTX, a lightning run at Kings uh, Kentucky Kingdom. Some sort of like steel, maybe an inversion or two. Yeah. Normal sit down coaster
1: yeah for this one this is a like for me this one's really hard for me because like the revival of an old ride like they did with flying turns like their wooden coasters are so good that they don't really need a revival like everything about them is beautiful um but impulse is awful like I don't think they have the budget for like a decent steel coach coaster, or I, I don't even know if it's the budget because they have to have a good budget. They bring in GCI, who who made Twister? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's CCI or GCI, I think. Um, but they bring them in almost every year to retrack that thing and okay. to fix it, because it rips itself apart every year. So they they I don't know if it's that it, that they don't have the budget. I don't know if they have the space for like a good steel coaster.
0: Is it Twister or Twister 2?
1: Twister?
0: Just Twister? Okay. Yeah. It says it's built (laughs) in-house. Like they built it themselves.
1: Well, then maybe whoever... I think they bring in... So weird. So it's a custom guys, you're getting us Googling again. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They manufactured itself, but they do bring someone in. So then I don't know if it's not manufactured by them. I don't know which one they bring in, but they bring in one of those companies. At least that's what I, I've always been told by people who go there a lot that they bring in one of those companies to retrack it every year.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would either have to be GCI or Gravity Group. CCI is... G- Gravity Group used to be CCI. And then they broke off and created Gravity Group themselves.
1: Okay.
0: Ah. So, yeah, I mean, I believe... Yeah, I don't think they, they would list who retracks it or who does the work. So yeah. I
1: bring someone in to track it from my understanding um but yeah makes sense um um, i'm looking for what i what was the oh guys my i'm struggling today um (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know this is a hard one because yeah I don't know if if it's that they don't have the budget because they bring someone in to retract that, so they obviously have the budget, but I don't know if they have the space for like a good poster. Yeah.
0: what if they did something along the lines of like a raptor? They're not expensive, I feel
1: oh yeah, a raptor would probably fit pretty pretty well into that park it doesn't take up a lot of space it's yeah, I feel like that would be one of the few things they could do, like that or a Skyrocket 2, which I, I just don't want to see parks put in Skyrocket 2s because they're so, like, they're the same thing at every park.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah, I think if they went Raptor, that's probably something that I would want to see.
0: Yeah, it would definitely be, like, I would assume their most intense coaster there.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Twister, is, Twister really is, like, yeah. Twister defies gravity. Like, I don't know. That's probably <laughs> true. It doesn't defy gravity, but it is literally like it is the most insane ride I've ever ridden. Like the laterals on that thing. I don't know how the train doesn't just like fall off of it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's so much force. It's insane. I've never ridden anything like it.
0: That makes me like excited for you to experience Beast when it goes through that helix, because that's what I feel. I was like, how is this thing not ripping itself apart?
1: So I've heard that about Beast too, but imagine the whole entire ride being that. Yeah. Like, there is one spot where the helix goes, and you feel like you're going for, like, six circles. Like, it just (laughs) keeps going. And it's like, this is not... There is literally, like, oh my gosh, it's nuts. But I do want to ride Beast because it's like a taste of that because I I love Twister. Yeah. But it's it is a lot. Like I wouldn't be able to sit there and like keep rewriting it. It's too too much. But it's insane.
0: insane. I agree. So uh negative powers second question, and this one (laughs) this one is a good one. So so Jen, why do you dislike Fahrenheit so much? I agree. It's the weakest of the three Intamins at Hershey Park, but it's still an excellent ride. The only bad thing about it is the capacity, in my view. I respect your opinion, but I'm legitimately curious.
1: All right. So, Chris, you're laughing because you got my only good ride I've ever gotten on Fahrenheit. So, 99% of the time when you ride that ride, so... It's not even that it's a rattle because the rattle is not what would have bothered me. It's it's a fun ride. Like the layout of the ride is fun. The elements are really good. It has this perfect, I'm not even gonna say rattle. It has this perfect vibration that literally by the end of the ride, like I can feel that my temples like wanting to explode from the vibrating, like the, the bri- vibration of those trains on the track just gives me the world's biggest headache and it makes me like it it makes my temples hurt so bad that i'm pretty sure that's the reason i gray out the whole time i can't see anything my head feels like it's about to explode and by the time i get to the end i like almost feel sick yeah so I've had that ride with Chris. I loved it. I did, and it didn't have the vibration, but it's—it's it's that vibration. It's on this perfect wavelength that makes my head want to explode, and I've never experienced that on another coaster.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I have no room to talk because I have one ride on it, and it was fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, Chris is one ride. I—I—I've said it. A million times on this podcast. Chris's one ride was the one good ride I've had on Fahrenheit. So.
0: Yep. So uh, negative power. There is your answer.
1: Yeah. Maybe I would hate it a lot less if it didn't vibrate so much. So. um Sounds Then good. we have Flaming Scrubs. He said, what's up with Magnum at Cedar Point?
0: <laughs> what isn't up with Magnum at Cedar Point? Uh. The drive motor I heard went out, so it got stuck on the hill, and they had to evac everyone. So, um, yeah, that's about it as far as I know.
1: I just thought it was down for the day.
0: I thought it was that was the last ride ever, and it's actually sinking, and they're tearing it down.
1: What? What a shame, guys! Jk, Jk. I am crying. Your friend
0: Laurel would come after my throat.
1: Sorry, Laurel. <laughs>
0: Uh, wh- he also asks, what's the best B&M?
1: <laughs>
0: Fury. Gotta be Fury.
1: Oh, shit. I forgot about Fury. I think it's gotta be Fury. Yeah. I was stuck between four. Well, Three. It's definitely Fury, but then after that, I I was, like, really stuck. I've been thinking about it for, like, five minutes now. I couldn't decide between Mako, Kumba, and Talon.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely
1: Fury. (laughs) Yeah. Fury and Kumba are so close. I love Kumba (laughs) so much.
0: That's a fun ride. It really is.
1: Kumba is so good. (laughs) Oh, no, but it's definitely Fury. But also, like, I feel like that shouldn't, I don't know. Fury shouldn't be in the running. It's too good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Um, I agree. All
1: right. Um, What's your favorite drinks at Hershey Park?
0: Uh, What was that beer that we had?
1: (laughs) Every single time. This is, like, the fourth time on this podcast that (laughs) someone's asked, like, Similar questions, and you'd be like, "What's that drink?" <laughs> it's the sunshine pills there from Trogs.
0: That's it, bingo. That's the only thing I had there, other than water. So,
1: yeah, I am a chocolate. Not even chocolate. Any martini from the chocolatier?
0: I forgot about the chocolatier.
1: The chocolatier, like their martinis, are to die for. They're so good.
0: Yeah, Mm, that's really yummy.
1: They also have like an evil genius, like chocolate peanut butter beer, and they rim the glass so good. Um, and then non alcoholic, of course, you got to go lemonade. So,
0: lemonade is where is that like in the park or at Chocolatier? In the In the park. Okay, so I'm gonna have to remember that because I love me some lemonade. Yeah, they um, have
1: very good fresh lemonade, like fair style lemonade.
0: I say that's what I've been drinking a lot of lemonade. It's not, you know, it's not the best thing for you to drink, but I, in the middle or towards the end of June, I stopped drinking soda, so I haven't had a soda in like a month and whatever now, um, and I've lost twenty or fifteen pounds. So hooray! I love tea. Um, yeah, uh, so lemonade is my go-to, and uh, I, if it's a good lemonade, that's you can't beat that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a really good fair style lemonade. It is well worth the money. Um, I highly suggest the lemonade to Hersch Park.
0: Awesome. All right. Uh, so this is a uh, a first time question ax- a- asker. <laughs> um, Neon Black asks. When it comes to King Do- King's Dominion, man, I can't talk today. When it comes to King's Dominion, where does Cedar Fair rank them in their terms of importance to get their volcano replacement coaster and if they've considered giving KD the Carowinds treatment?
1: Um. Honestly, I don't I don't really know like that's a really bad answer but (laughs) like I'd like to think the king's dominion is like dragging their feet on that plot of land because they just don't know what to put in because when you think about it like they have a pretty they could definitely use another coaster 100% but they they have like a pretty versatile collection
0: I agree um, like,
1: I don't know, like there's nothing that like when I say Kings Dominion, like I can't really think of a coaster model like I'd have to think pretty hard about a coaster model that they could benefit from because they have
0: that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I mean, and supposedly there were rumors that there were people surveying the site recently, so um that you're right i think they do need another coaster because anaconda is probably not long for this world um and they have a bunch of good coasters i think they could really benefit from a invert or a dive or a wing coaster or something like that um or just a a multi-launch
1: you're always going to be multi-launch
0: yeah even though it would be right next door to Flight of Fear, which, yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like it would be too close. I I do agree with the invert, though. Like, they got rid of an invert. I think that an invert would, have, would be a good replacement um, for it. And they, they last forever. They're reliable. They're, they're just an easy... They're just an easy ride. Yeah. Um, to put in, and I think if they put in a good invert, that would give them like a pretty solid, like one, two, three punch. Whereas right now yeah. they don't have that. They have two great coasters, but they're missing that third.
0: Yeah. I also heard a rumor somewhere, and I don't remember where it was, that there's a possibility that it could be a bm and m hyper.
1: I which... mean, honestly though, that would fit in pretty well. Um,
0: I agree but it would be it would be right next to I-305.
1: <laughs> I know but like I-305 is so intense like you can't put those on the same level.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um and as far as getting the Carowin's treatment, I I think if it hasn't done it if they haven't done it already, they probably won't.
1: I am not even super sure what's meant by that.
0: I think it's because they're trying to create Carowinds as this big, big destination where they put the hotel there and they're adding things on a regular basis.
1: Oh, yeah. Um...
0: I think is what he's talking about.
1: I don't. I don't know if they would put that effort in because I feel like the effort makes sense because Carowinds doesn't have much right there. But forty minutes away, you have Busch Gardens Williamsburg, that not only has, like, not only is that theming just incredible, and that coaster collection is very good. You also have like three very touristy historic places. Like Richmond is a beautiful city. But Richmond isn't bringing in the same type of people as Williamsburg, like, yeah. it's not. It's definitely not as touristy. So I don't know. I feel like it would be a lot riskier to give that kind of treatment to somewhere that already has like a destination theme park, forty minutes away. That
0: and it's right down the road from DC. I mean,
1: yeah, that and too.
0: I mean, not that Six Flags America is gonna compete with him really but
1: yeah they're they're not gonna compete <laughs> also like it's easy for that park to be a one day let's go to a park and we have other places to go um or even let's go to that park and then go to bush gardens Williamsburg like they that's what it ends up being a lot of the time hitting those two parks at the same time if you're going on a trip like that yep. whereas Charlotte I don't, I don't want to say Charlotte doesn't have any tourism, but it's not a giant city for tourism. It's not like that park is able to bring in a lot just based off of tourism.
0: Yeah, and it also helps that it's, it's hotter there in the summer, so you have people going to the water park and both parks. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I just don't, yeah. I don't think that it be in their best interest to do that i don't
0: think it needs i don't think it needs it
1: yeah i agree um then we have i'm (laughs) going to butcher this and chris butchered (laughs) it earlier and i made fun of him so i just realized that like now i have to say it so karma (laughs) karma is a cat purring in my lap because he loves me all right (laughs) um be further (laughs) (laughs) That is Copperhead Strike. Stop laughing. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Please send us your pronunciation of the name so we don't mess it up next time. Um, is Copperhead Strike a better overall experience than Maverick?
0: Hell no, it's not. It's not the better overall experience, it's a fun experience. Um the JoJo role is cool, it's a you know, it's fine. Um launchers are very weak but i know that it's meant to be that way because it's meant for hang time um and it has tremendous amount of hang time but hang time also isn't my favorite thing so but it's not bad it's not th- something i don't like but um yeah i mean the launches and just how whippy and intense maverick is is 10 times better than copperhead strike if i'm being honest
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, As a coaster, Maverick is absolutely the better coaster. I might think that Copperhead Strike is the better experience. I think that they, even though they don't have, a, like, they don't have a, a lot of theming, but the theming that they do have is really fun and really good. Um, even, like the trains on the coaster, like everything feels themed in Copperhead Strike. Whereas Maverick has kind of more loose theming, in my opinion. Um, so absolutely, Maverick is the better coaster any single day. If you're asking me to compare the two coasters, Maverick is it. But I think walking away from it and looking at the total picture... I think
0: Copperhead Strike might take it. So I I get that, but also um, Copperhead Strike is this like it's it's also set in like the western type of deal, right? There's nothing else around there that is like that, or like mountain. You know what I mean? Like it, the overall midway doesn't scream. I'm on the Appalachian Trail, something like that is what I'm assuming that that's what that is supposed to be like, where Maverick is in that whole section. And like the queue line and everything, the station is the wood and it has like the stuff in the middle of the infield, like the wagon wheels and all that kind of stuff. I know that it's nothing crazy. But fitting into that whole frontier town makes me see the whole bigger picture as in like it fits in there kind of
1: so i agree however if if that is if that is the effort and like that's what we're seeing outside of the coaster where is that theming and effort throughout the coaster yeah that's the um, thing like once you're on the coaster like i don't feel like it has the same level of theming so I what if either, we did yeah, i absolutely agree
0: yeah what if but i think the the biggest thing is Maverick was also built when Cedar Fair wasn't doing shit for theming.
1: Yeah, which that's completely that's completely visible, one hundred percent. If like look at it for this like total immersion, like even thinking about the area you're talking about, you're in this frontier town. You have animals. You have like all of this. You're walking through it. You walk in this queue that looks like this wooded barn, like it fits that theme in the queue. And then you get on the coaster, and there is almost zero theme, like you almost forget that you're in that area.
0: Yeah. Other, other like, than the launch,
1: an amazing coaster. Other than that one launch, however, that launch happens so quick that you barely really get to see it.
0: Whereas Copperhead like little...
1: Strikes. Yeah. You stop and you get to take in the theming and you take in the story. I agree. Then you get launched. I agree. So, yeah, coaster wise, Magnum takes it, but I I don't think Magnum can take it in overall experience. Magnum. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> Who is asking these arrow questions? You're fucking fired. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no, I'm <laughs> broken.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's good. Oh Magnum is now in Frontier Town and it's a uh, <laughs> <Intamin> motto <Mottolange>. intimid. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> or intimate
1: blitz. Magnum and Mag- Maverick are the same apparently.
0: <laughs> oh don't put that on Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is going to be uh, a question for you for sure. Um, so this is the last question, and it comes from Adam. And uh, he asked, with Genie Plus and both ILLs, uh, you have to explain what that is because I'm not sure what it is. Uh, Could I get all Walt Disney World coasters in one 13-hour day?
1: Um, Before we jump into this, for anyone who isn't a Disney person, ILL is individual lightning lanes. So on top of Disney+, Plus, you can buy, essentially skip the lines for individual rides. Um, I would say most of the time, if you're going on a crazy busy day, possibly not. The majority of the time... During normal crowds or even lower crowds with Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes, it's definitely possible, but you have to move with purpose. Like you definitely have to move with purpose and you have to be smart. Um, like Sevendorf's mind train, you need to go on a lower time so like usually during a parade or during fireworks because if not you're gonna be waiting two hours in that line um and you're probably not gonna be able to get that on disney or on genie plus um and if you do it's gonna be like a long wait like it's gonna be a harder one to do um but there are some coasters that are gonna make it hard like this is definitely gonna come down to planning you need to have a you need to have a plan you need to figure out what the best way to get um, from coaster to coaster is you need to drive. Um, I would not suggest Disney transportation if you're going to do this, um, unless you're taking the Skyliner. Skyliner from Studios to Epcot would be okay. Um, but the rest of it, you need to be in a car. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's Genie Plus?
1: Genie Plus is a service you can buy that gets you kind of like fast lanes throughout the day. Mm. Okay. So the reason that he would have to do Genie Plus, and he says both individual lightning lanes, is because Tron and Guardians are not included on Disney, or on Genie Plus. Um, so he would have to buy the individual lightning lanes for those two attractions, um, which also brings to the point you would have to start in either magic kingdom or Epcot. I don't do lightning lanes or genie plus like ever. Cause I lived so close to the parks. Um, but I'm pretty sure you can't, you have to book the, I'm pretty sure that you have to book in the park that you have a reservation for, but I could definitely be wrong. So okay. I don't know. I'm happy to talk about this one more. It's just, you're going to have to have a plan. You're definitely going to have to have a plan. Um, to accomplish this.
0: Hmm. Sounds like a blast. It sounds also very hectic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, guys, I would never suggest, um, if you don't have a choice, like if your choice is to not, like is not to go to Disney or to have a rush day, Definitely go and have the rush day. Still go and experience it. But Disney is one of those places where you have to know that there is so much to do that, like, if you try to get everything done in one day or in one trip even, like, you're going to probably have a kind of shitty time. It's not the type of park that you want to be trying to get everything done. Like you want to stroll around that park and you want to experience the shows and the, the theming and like the energy of those parks. Um, If you completely disregard those things and you're just running coaster to coaster, you're, you're not going to have a good time because quite honestly, if you're a coaster enthusiast, their coasters suck. Like other than guardians, I do very, very much like guardians. Um, but if you're a coaster enthusiast, they don't have good coasters. They have amazing theming um, that really, like, Everest is probably just a coaster. It's awful. But it is probably one of my favorite coasters just because I've ran that thing probably 100 times, and I still notice something new every single time I'm there. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. But, yeah. Sorry, guys. On a Disney rant. Um, enough about Disney. <laughs>
0: uh well i mean that that's sounds like fun sounds like uh like i said it sounds hectic but that brings us to the end of this episode just want to send a reminder october 21st come hang out with us ride talon and all the rest of the stuff there um it'll be fun
1: yeah and next week we come back for ryan from dorney park
0: Yep, Ryan and maybe an appearance by Talon. You never know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Talon might actually come join in on the episode.
0: Yep. Um, But yeah, uh, like I said, end of the episode. So we will see you next week. See you guys. Bye, guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.